Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where badass women break through barriers and unlock their next level of success. Your host for this session is Samantha Kaawa. Samantha has been recognized as a leading expert on relationships and as a marriage makeover coach, she helps women transform their marriage while becoming their best selves. Samantha has been featured on Fox, ABC, CBS, and other international publications and podcasts, sharing her counterculture views on relationships. Co-creator of this summit, Samantha is eager to introduce another inspirational guest. Take it away, Samantha. Thank you. Yes, I am excited to introduce my next amazing guest. I have Laura Piper here. Hey, Laura. Hi, Samantha. Thank you for having me. I'm so honored. I know. Well, Laura and I have spent a year together um, masterminding with the one and only Jack Canfield. So I'm just so thrilled to have a sister here (laughs) with me. And um, I I can talk about her for days because we just came back from a retreat together. But I will formally introduce you to her. Um, So let me go ahead and share with you a little bit more about Laura. So Laura loves helping others move forward in life. She loves helping people with wellness, purpose, and abundance, and has been doing this in some capacity for the last 25 years. Laura has been with Young Living for the last 10 and a half years, and today she wants to help you with your emotions, thoughts, and she will share with you a part of her life that she hid for years. She wants to help as many people be able to escape from toxic relationships, survive and thrive on the other side. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for being here, Laura. It's just such a privilege and pleasure. Thank you for allowing me to share my story. So yeah, yes. And so today, Laura is going to be talking about buried alive, escaping, surviving and thriving after a toxic relationship. And so Laura, before we get into your, you know, tips and tools and advice for everyone, I would love for you to share a little bit more about your story. I know that this is something near and dear to your heart and, you know, whatever you would love to share, we would love to hear. Cause I know that you have an amazing story. Okay. Thank you. Um, so I, two years ago, I left a very toxic marriage after, um, 23 years of marriage. Wow. And I, I'm a very loyal person. And so I was very loyal to that marriage. And because when I said my I do's, I meant it. (laughs) And I loved my ex-husband, you know, like, but um, the longer I was involved in that, um, the more I realized um, there was the deep emotional connection just wasn't quite there. And I was learning more about myself and growing. And, and so I believe, you know, a healthy marriage, you know, that you should be growing together mm-hmm. and you set goals together and what you want to do. And it's not just you and him, like individually, not together. Right. And right. so I realized that was just a harder piece um, of, as we just kept growing separate over the years and the time frame. Um, And so I um, was able to leave this toxic marriage after much um, the last, especially the last five to eight years. 
um, even 10 years, the abuse just was getting worse and worse. And, and then I, you have to really question myself, like, why did I allow myself to stay in that for so long? I feel like I'm a smart businesswoman who, who could, you know, you think you can get out of that. And yeah, it's so different though, when you're in a relationship. Yes. Yeah. And, and then later on you learn about, oh, there's trauma bond and oh yeah, that's a real thing. Yes. And, um, so it just, I've learned so much about myself. And as soon as I was able to pull myself out of that real house, like just leaving and taking one foot in front of the other, it was some days it was just one step, one step. And I remember when I hit my rock bottom in December of um, 2020, Mm -hmm. it still took me until May of 2021 to officially leave that after I hit my rock bottom. So it's just these pieces of believing in yourself that, yeah, you're going to be okay. You can Mm -hmm. leave that. I've since I've left in the last couple of years, I've had so many women come to me and say, Hey, I, I saw what you did. Thank you for that. Um, I want to do this too. Or, you know, I've been able to talk people through it and right. I encourage you, whichever, wherever you are in this stage, um, whether you're watching someone live through this and you know that, that it's not, it's toxic and you, they should be out of that relationship or whether you're in the middle of it and you can't even like, maybe you're in the denial stage that's really happening to you. Mm-hmm. Um, where, whatever that is for you, um, I just encourage you to take one, one step, one day, keep opening your eyes, learning, listening. It took um, a couple men, believe it or not, it took two okay. men to pull me out of that. Wow. Jack was one of them. Yeah. We were having our mastermind and he's like, oh, you're living in codependency. And I'm like, codependency, you know, like wow. I hadn't even thought about what that was. And he, and he called it right out. And I'm like, okay. And then um, I, another guy that my ex and I had been counseling with, um, he, like, I wasn't completely sharing because I still wasn't completely open to sharing the things that were really happening, but yeah. little by little things were coming out. And so he would ask my ex-husband questions and he asked me and he was opening my eyes to things that were happening. Wow. And so I, one day uh, something drastic had happened and Um, basically I'm just going to be completely real here. Um, he had shoved a bag down my throat in October of 2020. And, um, and so I, I, we were in the middle of working with this man, you know, this amazing person, our therapist. So I was able to tell him, Hey, this happened. You know, finally I I was tell somebody. Yeah. And, um, so then I said to him, I said, do you think that I'm crazy because I'm still here. (laughs) And he's like, um, Laura, I don't know what it's going to take for you to get out of that, but something really drastic is probably going to have to happen for you to leave. Wow. Mm -hmm. And, and that, you know, that resonated with me. So just, just saying words and like, really like reflecting and, and I had tried to escape a whole year prior to that. I had been looking at apartments and all of that. And, um, 
you know, that he kept promising he was going to change and do all the things and do all the things, but you guys really, they never change. Yeah. They, I, I mean, it has to be a hardcore change. Right. And you might, they might say, oh yeah, I have this come to Jesus moment and I'm changed. I'm transferred my, Uh, no, actions always speak louder than words. We'll we'll believe it when we see it. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for being, uh, our people in the chat, Wendy's like, I love your honesty. You got a emoji from Judith. Um, Just thank you for being so willing to share your story in order to support others. Um, I know we don't have an agenda for our talk today, so I'm letting these questions organically show up for me. Um, so one of the things that I struggle with, Laura, as someone who might witness, you know, domestic violence or toxic relationships, um, and this is a question that I, I think that you might be able to answer, and if not, if you can steer us in the right direction, but I struggle, even as a a therapist. So I'm a, you know, licensed, I was a former licensed marriage and family therapist and I worked in substance abuse, but even as a clinician, I still didn't know how to respond correctly in public when I saw domestic violence happening in front of my face, right? Like to the point where they're no longer subtle. It's they're being verbally abusive. Maybe they're not hitting the person. There's no physical violence, but just the verbal communication. You can tell that this yeah. woman is in a domestic violence situation. And I, do you have any advice or you know words of wisdom for those who are, like you said, if you know anyone who's going through something like this, what to do uh, to, to best support them? Because I know I can make it worse that's what I know as a clinician is I can make it worse. So there's a fear of doing more harm than good by Mm -hmm. saying anything or by doing anything. So any, I mean, any downloads for us on that? Yeah. Um, I think even if if you're like going through that and you're seeing it, let's say they're belittling them or whatever is happening, even just saying something to the to the woman, or it could be the woman happening to the man. I'm just, I'm just living yeah, it's by not that. gender specific. Right. Yes. Yeah. So just say something even to that person, because you just saying that something might, they might have like a moment where they were like, Oh yes. What am I doing? You know, you never know. You could be that person that, that says something and it clicks in their brain and then they move forward. Mm, so something encouraging or something yeah or just um say hey did you hear what that person just said to you that was not okay Mm, okay and really being blunt because they could just they could be so used to to that verbal abuse that in their mind it's their normal yes so if if we could just keep pointing in front of me in front of them hey this is not okay Like for years, my breath, my best friends, um, I would share a little bit. So they kind of knew a little bit, but not all the things. Not enough for them to like pull you away. Right. Yeah. But one of my best friends said, yeah, my husband and I, um, they, he doesn't think that you'll ever leave that or you'll ever do something. And that just from that saying that was 
like it, it really you... resonated with me. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't think I'll ever do that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and that's the wake up call, right? Yeah. Of itself, like, oh, okay, yeah. I can. Yeah. Some nobody believes that I can leave. Nobody believes right. that I can. I don't. Ahead. I don't believe that. Do I believe in myself? Right. That I have the strength and the the will to be able to do it because they embed in you so much. I mean, he was telling me, Oh, you'll never survive without me. Yeah. Or he would say, I'm going to go to social media and tell them who you really are. And I'm like, well, who am I? Like what? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) mental conditioning that happens. Right. And we have a, we have a question in the in oh, the yeah. chat, and I think that's a great question. If if you're if you're open to answering yeah, it, absolutely. do you have any tips on how one can heal from the mental and verbal, um, yes. and how to get that out of one's brain? Yes. Oh, that's that's a great question. Um, so you're going to go through stages, and when you first can get when you first get out and you escape and you're in your peace, like I knew the moment I walked into my new apartment, I'm like, this is my healing space. Oh. And so just prepare yourself. I mean, you're just. It depends on how many years you've been in that too. The right. longer you've been in, the longer it takes to heal. Recovery, yeah. And you might just, and you have to give yourself grace. You might just feel like one day you just sit there. Like I'll never forget just because you're out of that and you, and it takes forever for your brain to just come back almost. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're reprogramming and you're reconditioning. Um, I use a lot of stress away lavender and frankincense at the, at the beginning and still do. I mean, there was times on the, on the calls with Jack, he would stop the call and and use this combination because I might've been sobbing during the call so much, you know, he just, he was helping me grieve and, and pull that heavy emotion out because at any given second, it could just pour on. But every time you're, you're crying, that's a good thing. Don't feel bad about that because that's more emotions that are coming out and coming out and you're healing every single time. I mean, I feel like I cried for at least a year straight every day. (laughs) I, I, I love the saying, one of my mentors, uh, her, one of her students actually, actually it was a little, a a child that said this, uh, she used to be, um, kind of a pastor and she was doing a sermon and this child came up to her and said, I noticed that, you know, when everyone's heart opens, our eyes leak. Hmm. And I love that, right? Like crying is not a bad thing. Your heart is opening and expanding and healing. Right. And that crying is, is so, it is really healing. Those tears are right. Soothing your soul. So, yeah. And I, I also recommend, researching the best therapy for you and, and being really open and transparent in therapy. Cause I had gone to therapy before because he always told me um, that I needed help. <laughs> oh. but, and so I had gone before. Right. But, and I kind of opened up, but I really wasn't opening up like, right. Yeah. Like there's still that fear of there's just a lot buried inside of you. And so, so just be completely vulnerable with yourself and let it come out. And, and, oh man, I had two key therapists really help me after I moved out. And one was a woman who was all about healing your heart. 
Mm. And I would go every Tuesday for nine months. I went and saw her every Tuesday for two hours. Wow. You purposely have to be intentional with your therapy and whatever that healing is. Um, She also did energy healing on me during that two hour, you know, there was a lot to it, but, oh, I just, I'm so grateful for, for that woman. And then, and then later I went to actual domestic violence therapy and I took, I I had to take one of my boys with me, which I'm grateful for. They are amazing in my, in our town for that. So it's just, um, just continuing. I felt like therapy was a full-time job for me and my kids. It can be over a year. Like, yeah. Well, you're doing a lot of work. Like let's not downgrade the amount of work that happens in such a short amount of time every week you're you're really in it you're in the thick of it you're working hard to uncover unpack you know and heal so it's it's powerful what what you can do with the right therapist right yes finding the right therapist is important Mm -hmm. Uh, I always say finding a therapist is like dating like don't think that you have to go be with the person that you first meet for the, <laughs> like, right. try them out, yes. right? And figure out who you resonate with, who you feel safe with, because yes. if you can't tell the whole truth, then that it's, they're not going to be able to take you anywhere. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I love that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I'm hearing, uh, be kind to yourself, be patient. Uh, oils were really helpful for you seeking yes. out support, the right support. Um, and utilizing that in different capacities, right? There's mm-hmm. domestic violence groups, but also therapy and different forms of therapy, uh, energy healing, all of mm-hmm. those things. Yes. Look at and- you, you were just doing all the work. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I was ready. I was ready for the change, right? Yeah. Like not only what happened to you and, and how you respond to it. So I knew I was not good in that marriage because I wasn't responding the way that I wanted to respond because I yeah. was living in anger. Right. Yeah. And so I'm I like, I can imagine you as an angry healthy. person. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> an angry person. <laughs> right. Yeah. But That's that, so you know, funny. that anger had been buried for so long, you know, yeah. So you just have to be able to bring that out and, and figure out what that looks like and all those emotions and, and, um, yeah. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's powerful. So any other, um, I guess advice or tools? Oh, that you yes. Yes. Okay. You know, there is something that I wish I would have done. I was protecting him. Mm. I never called the police up until after I moved out because after I moved out there still was an incident that happened and I he had pushed me up against the wall and left a huge bruise on my arm and so my friend encouraged me to call the police finally and I was scared and I finally did it and the police took the pictures and I had to go to court and I had to testify and do all the things yeah, that's well, I am part. so grateful that I did that because that put him on probation. Um, a year ago, this weekend, um, a very bad incident happened to my son because I wasn't at the house, right? I had oh, yeah. moved out. And, um, and so 
he was hauled away in a police car and, and taken and, and all the things. And he, and the, I just, probation really helped our family. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want you guys to look at probation as a negative thing. Like it oh. really helped. It it's a boundary. Really it's it's yes. a support system to help set boundaries when yes. someone doesn't respect yours. Right? Yes. And yeah. so I, you know, I've been really like yesterday, I was just so I was crying about a year ago and what had happened. And, and I felt guilty because I wasn't there to protect him. Mm-hmm. You know, you have all of these emotions right. that, that happen. Um, but I'm like, well, he that incident had to happen in order for him to get more probation and, and all the things like for me to be able to speak this story, you know, you look at it such a deeper level and, and um, just, yeah, I don't know. So anyways, don't be afraid to call the police because yes. it's, it's a step in the right direction in helping. Yes. I mean, it's even helpful for the, your, your partner or your spouse in knowing like, Hey, this is a boundary. Yes. This is something that's not okay. And sometimes people need that extreme boundary in order to really get what you're saying and yes. that you're serious that yeah. this is, you cannot treat people this way especially me or my kids or right yes. and so it it can be this blessing if if you allow it so yeah. oh that's so beautiful Laura okay so Laura has a gift for all of you um her free gift today is uh, the emotional release technique. So if you want to go ahead and click that link right there that Sarah dropped for us, thank you, Sarah, um, and enter in your email and your name. And uh, Laura will send you that emotional release technique um, following the summit. So go ahead and do that right now. Make sure you get your email and your name in there. Uh, Laura, tell us a little bit about what this emotional release technique is. So this technique is something that because the oils are so fast and effective and they go to your brain within like less than 20 seconds, Mm -hmm. this helps stop that heavy, super heavy grieving, whatever it is that you're going through. Um, um, And so I would take each one of these oils and you layer them on top of each other. And that will be the explanation in the gift, but it will. And then just by breathing that in, you can pinpoint where the emotion is being held and then you can pinpoint what is that you're feeling. And then you can write that down and start to release that. So it's a very quick release of that heaviness. So oh. it's got me through so much. I'm very grateful for that. That's beautiful. Thank you for that, Laura. I already got my uh, emotional release <laughs> technique. So everybody, awesome. ha- if I could do it while Laura was explaining that you can do it too. So go get your, it's a YouTube <laughs> video. She's going to explain it. That's so beautiful. Um, if you just fill out the, your email and your name, uh, on the confirmation page, there will be a link to the video that Laura's talking about. Perfect. Yep. Jen did it. Um, Judith, uh, make sure you reach out to us and we'll make sure you get that from Laura. And then uh, let's talk about your VIP gift really quickly. The yeah. free remote Zyto biofeedback scan for you and your family and one hour of Laura's time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> tell us <laughs> in, a, in like 30 seconds. Tell us what that yeah. is. This I'm super excited about this and very passionate. Um, the Zyto biofeedback scan tells you what you need to support your hormones, your digestion. It will show your emotions. It will 
um, show what your immune system needs. It's just an awesome tool to boost your body. Um, I've used it all these years for my family and I, and it's been great. So I can't wait to, for you to experience that. All I need is your email address. It's remote. And then we'll get on and we'll do a Zoom together and I'll go through the report with you. And I love it. So if you haven't upgraded to VIP, go ahead and upgrade your ticket now. If you did go to the VIP portal, grab that um, gift from Laura. And before we go, I know we have like 10 seconds. Any final words of wisdom, Laura? Um, just friends and family support your people so so much through through this process um even though you don't feel like they're opening your eyes put boundaries on them too so, all right thank you, you for all. joining us for another amazing session on the clarity confidence connection summit be sure to mark your calendars to join us in hawaii from november 2nd through the 5th for our premier in-person experience if you have any questions or want to apply to be a speaker at one of our upcoming events, email our team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com.